Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. I'm coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, BJ DJ Skins, Bethany Cherney, and the madman Oliver Asiran Asiran. And our guest today is the one and the only Miss Pandora. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work and Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram, Work and Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok, the Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com and please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Jalen Dubski, how we doing, baby? I'm doing ship shape, ship shape. Love it, very nice. Uh, DJ BJ Skins, I messed it up the first time, but I got it right this time. Glad to have you back. How are you, Bethany? I am sensational. <laughs> Very nice. Good. And then Oliver Asirana Siren. Thank you for being back, sir. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for guys for having me back. And I am really excited about this guest tonight. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of being excited, this is the Work and Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective. To be effective by voice in societies, working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid, launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out. the show today we have a very special guest miss pandora so what happened was we have the one and only oliver siren on the show and then oliver after being on the show several times told me he's like hey i got a guest that you need to have on and i was like hit me and he said two people one was the man the myth elicio tahan lungit which we had on the show earlier really great dude and then the other one which he was like this is the one you really need is the one and only Miss Pandora. So super excited to have her on the show today. Really thankful she could be here. Uh, Miss Pandora, thanks for coming. Before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better? Steel Magnolias or Fried Green Tomatoes? That's really a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You should go with the other one first. Okay, uh, what movie do you think is better, The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Maybe. Part 2? Godfather Part 1, absolutely. Yeah. Correct. Not starting off great here, Miss yes. Andor. I haven't, the other, the, the first uh, question you asked, I haven't seen either of those. Bethany, have you seen either of those movies? I've seen both, and my answer would be Steel Magnolias. Wow, okay. <laughs> See, this is the thing, right? When we ask female guests about, some male guests too, yeah, but when we knows. ask... Yeah, well, what well is normally when we ask a female guest about the Godfather part one and part two, which one's better? It's usually like, uh, go fuck yourself. What are you even talking about? Right. So I'm trying to have a question that's a more equivalent. Correct. So I thought Steel Magnolia's fried green tomatoes is Bethany, would you, they're not the same. OK, well, I'll find another one. Guess what? I'll help you out. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey, if anyone could come up with the female equivalent to that, then please, please tell me. But yeah, so very good. Uh, great. And then next question, Miss Pandora, when it comes to Cheetos, are you crunchy or puffed? <laughs> it, it's funny that you asked me that question. I have a very good friend who lives in Los Angeles who all, uh, actually does the voice of Chester the Cheetah. <laughs> the Cheetos commercials. Get, get the hell out of here. Jesus Christ. I'm not lying. I'm wow. not lying. You know, you know Is his name Jesus? Because that's incredible. <laughs> He's like no. a Chester, yeah. Jesus the Cheeto. Yeah. So, well, okay. So, what would you say, crunchy or puff? I don't eat Cheetos. Wow, you know Chester, know. and you don't even eat Cheetos. You can't even. Don't run. tell him. All right. I mean, your secret's safe with us. The next time we have the meeting, I'm gonna tell him. But either way, all right. So, next question: uh, pancakes or waffles? Mm, that's a tough one. I like both. Mm. Okay, pancakes, because they're easier to make. You don't need a special device, just mm. a pan. You don't need all that fancy schmancy. Yeah. Pancakes Fla- for the working man. Flapjacks are, you know, but I mean, right? Is easier always better, right? I mean, look at Ford yes. Motor Company. <laughs> for me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, far. so far, yeah, so far we're hitting for the J-Dub cycle here. Okay, next question. Uh, when it comes to themes parks, are you an amusement park or water park person? Not a water park person. Ooh. Oh, Justin, definitely. Amusement. Never mind. Amusement park. <laughs> Wait, why did he say never mind? I'm the water park. So me, yeah. me and Matthew have dividing sides on all of these questions. So yep. far, I was with you until now. Yeah. <laughs> No, See I how quick him. he is and, to and... abandon you. <laughs> I stuck with you both times when you said the wrong answers. And God, as soon as one pancakes, and she was wrong until now. And yeah, that, that, very, that is very wrong. Yeah, yeah. So... Water park. You're supposed to be my friend. <laughs> I, I have to disagree with you. Yeah. No one. No one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, come on. You know, either way. I mean, Godfather Part 1 was bad enough, but pancakes over waffles? <laughs> what is this, communist China? I mean, come on. What, Bethany, I think you sent it to me. Uh, waffles are just a vessel for syrup. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They've got little cups to hold it. They've got mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a, they got the just square a, hole. Just a square syrup hole. dumpster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, syrup dumpster is right. Okay. Uh, next question um okay when uh did you or uh do you play video games miss pandora yes okay are you xbox or playstation uh playstation (sighs) he's back on the justin train all right wow (laughs) good for you uh next question uh beatles or rolling stones rolling stones 
Which one am I again, Justin? A lot of the guests have been saying Rolling Stones. I don't think we've had like a a guest say Beatles yet. Uh, We did have one. It was Mickey Mickey fucking Sergeant Peppers is is Beatles. But uh, very intelligent, handsome man. Yeah, (laughs) intelligent Mickey fucking Sergeant Peppers. All right, but I'll tell you. Well, I think what it is. I think when we were all younger, I think it was Beatles. But then. It was like Mickey Sergeant Pepper said, as soon as he started drinking beers and doing nose beers, it was stone since then. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're edgier. They are edgier. They got Hell that yeah. edge. And the Amen. blues, you know, more of a blues thing going on. All right. Bethany, what were you? Stones or Beatles? Stones. Oh, yeah, because you and me, you hit for the old Uncle Matty cycle. Bethany yeah. and Matt agree on everything. Just about <laughs> damn near everything. Well, we're going to find out because I have a new question. Okay. Uh, and then next question, new question chocolate or vanilla you're asking someone who is a pro dom and a fetish model and who's into kink chocolate or vanilla everyone gets these questions really you're not a both of uh, not <laughs> vanilla not vanilla no. i'm not gonna pick vanilla <laughs> so it's it's uh so chocolates for the for the kinks and the femdoms is that, is that what we're saying not vanilla <laughs> is, oh you're saying vanilla is too plain is that what you mean? Well, there's you know a sexual. Yeah, I, I don't think he knows exactly what that is. I don't know. Sorry. That's really cute, actually. Your, your naivete is <laughs> it's charming. You're cute, you fucking virgin. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you were saying. No, I'm kidding. All right, go ahead. I have, I, uh, I, it's, you know, I, uh, I have a kid and it's confirmed. So I have had sex at least once. So there you go. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Probably I vanilla. You were virgin, just maybe not well versed in the, in the kink world. The vanilla <laughs> means someone who just likes straight sex, no fetishes, no kink. No, no so the, excitement. <laughs> so like the worst kind of person ever, basically, is what you're saying. Terrible. The <laughs> worst human there is. Yeah. Who can live that way? You know Just what I mean? the Genghis Khan of, you know, podcasting. Right. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> the Genghis Khan of podcasting? <laughs> well, I mean, that's I have a, been. That's too. a compliment. I like yeah, this. Yeah, you have conquered, right? You write that I down. Am, you put that in quotations. That it. All right. So, okay. <laughs> so you're definitely not vanilla because vanilla means that you don't get to do the fun stuff in bed, which you're right. It does mean that, and we all knew it. You know. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now this is the question that this is going to separate the room. Okay. This is going to de- tell us like who you are. This is going to tell us who you are. All right. When it comes to eating wings, are you drums or are you flaps? Drums. Yeah. Or me Good on the drums. Job. Good or job. Justin can smoke You know, yeah. I've never. Uh, and I've been friends with you for a while. And I, I, I was waiting for this question because I was like, I hope she doesn't break my heart and <laughs> go with the flap. When, when we went to Good go job. see your wife perform, I had the big, big wings. And you see me scarfing down on those drums? I did. But you never know. People have different, you know, I, uh, I, I don't know. Also, I don't know if anyone else picked up on it, but I said drums and flaps. I because, heard that. So I don't know if anyone listening. I'm dating us. But the episode we aired today was the Jill Hearth episode. And when I asked her this question, I said drums and flats, but she thought I said flaps. And I was like, that is such a better name for flats is flaps <laughs> because they're wings and you flap your wings. And I fucking lost my mind when she did that. So, you know, we might be calling them flaps from now on and we'll let it ride. We'll let it ride. Also, you got to uh, change the merch. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, well, <laughs> 
the merch store will be closed by the time this airs. But yeah, we do have a merch store, or we did, and it was great. And you're a drummer, you're flat, or you can go fuck yourself. So okay, let's keep moving. Last question: you can you you, you can only choose one. You've had both, but you can only choose one for the rest of your life. Are you going Mexican food or Chinese food? Wow. We ask the tough questions on the show. Yeah. I just had this yummy Chinese food last night. I mean, every time I think of goons. Rice, General Tso's chicken, bourbon chicken. Yeah, I got to go with the Chinese food. What is your thoughts on crab rangoon, Miss Pandora? Love them. Oh. (laughs) Love them. I could take down a whole gang of goons anytime. <laughs> Just love them. Love them. I believe they call it a gaggle. A gaggle of goons. A gaggle of goons. <laughs> love it, man. Like gaggle one, of goons. One order of a gaggle of goons, please. <laughs> no more, no less. No more, no less. Love it. All right. That is enough. how, speaking of gaggles of goons, the place I get my goons from will not let you get a half order. It comes in eight. And I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, can I get four goons? And she's like, no. I'm like, but I I, I just, I'll, 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 I'll pay full price. I just want four. No, you have to have eight. I don't know why you would you want like, less goons. Yeah. Uh, because I'm going to eat eight goons. The easy rider scene where all he wants is toast and she won't let him have toast. So he orders a sandwich and says, he's just going to eat the toast off the sandwich. No, like, you're talking I'm about five easy pieces. That's not easy, oh, right? Five easy. Five easy. You're right. You're right. I got my Jack Nicholson movies mixed What up. is it? What, so I know Easy Rider. What is five easy pieces? Oh, five. You know what? I almost don't want to tell you. It's a Jack Nicholson <laughs> movie. He's blue collar guy working in a blue collar town with his buddy and they're married to these two girls. I don't want to give it away. It's fantastic. Just watch it. It's, it's, it's a great, great movie. Five there's easy a very pieces. Famous, yes, there's yeah, a very famous scene, scene where he uh, wants wheat toast. And he's like, I'll take an order of wheat toast. She's like, we don't do that. And he's like, all right, well, I'll take a tuna fish sandwich on wheat bread. And she's like, okay. Toasted. He's like, can you toast the bread? She's like, yeah. He's like, all right, hold the tuna fish. Hold the lettuce. Hold everything. Hold the and tomato. I'll just take the bread. Yeah, I'll just take the bread. The bread. <laughs> and she Same said, she, and she said, and they did it, right? I'm assuming. I mean, y- yeah, she wasn't very happy about it. Good. I mean, I don't know. Part of me, part of me is like good for shoving it up that person's ass for being a dipshit. But also part of me, it was like a, a waiter and a bartender for like forever. So you and me any, both. any disrespect shown to any server makes me want to kill people. So I'm on the fence. I'll have to see how Nicholson pulls as, it off. Maybe he pulls as it a off. server, though, if someone asked for wheat toast, I'd go make wheat toast. For right. I wouldn't give a fuck gotcha. about wheat toast. I would not give a fuck. <laughs> right. I gotcha. You're I lived right. across the street from a bar slash uh, pizza shop, and I would get them to make me a fried egg sandwich at like, <laughs> like 1 a.m. I'd be like, look, you have egg, you have white bread, you have bacon, you have cheese. Like, I'll pay you whatever amount of money you want. I'll make it myself. But can I just get <laughs> I was like, or I'll just I literally like give me an egg. And I'll buy the egg and I'll go across the street and make it myself. <laughs> I just I need these things. <laughs> why why did you want a fried egg sandwich so bad i don't think i've ever had a fried egg sandwich craving after uh, a night of partying dude you've nice never little, had nice little cheese I mean, egg at the end of the night sandwich craving after egg? partying i've Are had i've had yeah. like like pizza and wings and beer like i've had the you know cheesesteaks like you know going out to a diner and getting a ton of shit cravings but <laughs> yeah you know they never cheesy, uh, egg. cheesy egg never crossed my mind bang it well 
I guess you'll uh, you'll have to tell me. So either way, on the show today, like we said, Miss Pandora is here. Super excited to get this show on the road. So let's stop wasting any more time. So Miss well, Pandora, that was a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have uh, to know who you are. You know, right? We had to find out who you really were, and you were a drum, and that means you're a good person. So, <laughs> so okay, so. You were born and grew up in the great state of Virginia. Is that correct? Yeah, the Bible Belt, no less. The Bible Belt. So, but you're in like Western Virginia, not West Virginia, but the Western part of the state of Virginia. Is that right? No, I grew up in Virginia Beach, which oh. is home of uh, Pat Robertson and 700 Club and Jim and Tammy Baker, Tammy Faye. Yeah. I don't know any Jim of Baker with a the, yeah Jim Baker was a, a like a mega church pastor kind of guy he went to jail I believe for money having sex with the secretary <laughs> had food buckets yeah, he, I mean, well he's doing that now now he has food yeah. you can still buy Jim Baker food buckets you should That's never get you know when he got out of jail he went back to the whole evangelical grift thing so now he sells like <laughs> apocalypse pills do. and things like that. <laughs> Hey, you know, stick with what you know. He got busted for grifting and went right back to it. Yeah. When you're good, you're good. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? I mean, also, he shouldn't have gotten arrested for having sex with his secretary. I mean, you know. No, he got arrested for um, stealing money. I mean, like stealing from the till, you know, when when they hand out the hat and everybody gives money. Uh, I mean, he he was pilfering it for gold faucets and they had a huge house. I'm assuming they all do that, right? Isn't that that's got he's up to all kinds of nonsense? He he's like a he's right. like a righteous gemstones kind of guy, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Okay, so then when you were uh, in the great state of Virginia, uh, which was the Richmond was the capital of the Confederacy during the Civil War, am I correct? Right? I, yep, I am. Very good. I'm genius. I'm yes, genius. yes, and I will say you can't imagine how many people have argued with me about that oh no no virginia wasn't confederate yes it was it was the <laughs> capital of the confederate yeah people don't know history fun uh fun fact when the confederacy was being made the union army was getting ready to unionize or whatever come together and the united states of america asked robert e lee to be the commander the commanding general of the union army and he said no and his reason was is because he could never turn his back on the great state of virginia which was his home and richmond was the capital so there you go i'm a fucking history guy and uh yeah look at me i'm not vanilla you know (laughs) now when it comes to history (laughs) yeah so okay so uh did you do public school or catholic school (laughs) public school but i my best friend was in catholic school and she got me in all kinds of trouble she was the worst influence Ooh, i mean is because now i'll say this and maybe i'm wrong but catholic school girls do have a reputation for being who is and was was. That, yeah well okay so maybe all right hey but you know they weren't vanilla i'll tell you that last thing she they was- were She was not vanilla, and she used to take, because, you know, I'm old, so back in the day, we used to use the Aquanet hairspray. 25 is not old, Miss Pandora. I don't know what you're, you know. You're trying to be my best friend now. (laughs) What? Come (laughs) on. (laughs) So, we used to use the Aquanet to put our hair up, right, and tease it up, and she would dump the Aquanet and fill it up with, like, whiskey, and take take it to Catholic school. 
Whoa. In the hairspray container. Yeah. Whoa. I'd like to think that the aerosol was still in there somehow and you could like what but did she clean out the the like she had to clean out the hairspray first right nah you get a little bit in there it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, hurt you. I, re- I remember this when we, when we had potato cannons we would always get an aquanet because that was the most flammable of the hair it was like that shit was like in, in crazy flammable is right is that the same stuff we're talking about Oh yeah. Yes, that's the same stuff. So, so mix that with a little whiskey and that's a good time, right? <laughs> My gosh. All right. He nice. ended up like Daffy Duck when he exploded and he was trying to I can do this trick, but funny. I can only do it once. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So okay. So then you're doing cat or you're doing public school, hanging out with a bad influence in Catholic school. And what kind of stuff were you into? Were you like theater? <laughs> Just drinking, partying, having a good time. We would after after school when I was in high school. Although I got really good grades in high school, still despite you know all the partying we did. But nice. I would go over to my Catholic school girl's friend right after school. She lived a few blocks away from me, and we would uh, watch Mister Rogers and write punk rock songs and drink. We would raid her mom's liquor cabinets. Her mom was an alcoholic. Ooh. That's what I did in high school. Okay, so and punk rock. I was really into punk rock. I mean, <laughs> right? It's the back best. when you back when you didn't get hangovers, you were invincible, man. Oh God, First no! I got Rogers come in now. <laughs> yeah, like you're saying, I like at the hospital with alcohol poisoning, and I begged the doctor to tell my mom it was food poisoning, which he did, but he made me promise I would never drink to that extent again. <laughs> and did you listen? I did actually. Oh, all right. Good for you. <laughs> Did you have to get your uh, stomach pumped and like what? Somebody drove you there? No, 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 no. It I was like just. It was just. Yeah, it wasn't as drunk. bad as yeah. I, I was vomiting quite a lot, and they had to rehydrate me, so I had to get the IV, do the rehydration thing. Oh, yikes! All right. all right. So, but you were still getting good grades and doing all that. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you, with the punk rock, do you remember any of the songs that you wrote while watching Mr. Rogers' <laughs> Neighborhood? Yeah. Right? Yeah. There, Will there you be my neighbor? We, we used to make like believe. To, there were some pretty good thrift stores uh, when I was in high school in Virginia Beach. And uh, we would, this is really bad, but we would shoplift stuff from thrift stores. I mean, is we, it really shop- shoplifting? You know, like they don't care if you take it, right? <laughs> Yeah, it it's is not, people's secondhand junk. Like it's not like yeah. you're stealing firsthand stuff. You're taking somebody's crap that they were like, I don't want anymore. Let's give this crap to someone else. Maybe they can sell it. Yeah, yeah, it's 100 percent what it is. Yeah, but I think it was a goodwill. So we were kind of robbing the poor when we did that. But we wrote a song. I mean, this was well before Macklemore, right? We wrote a song about shopping at the thrift store, but it wasn't pleasant. It was all about like buying thrift store underwear and what's on the thrift store underwear. And it was crazy. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember the name of the song? Um, I think it was called Thrift Store Underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Like, what's he wearing under there? He's got on thrift store underwear. Oh my and god. Skid marks on the whole thing. Oh my god. Could you imagine that to a sweet punk rock beat? Is this like 
punk like sex pistols or punk like emo oh yeah we were way into the sex pistols all right nice we loved the sex pistols and in fact we would go down to the beach and lay out at the beach and one time this creep was staring at us and he had his hand down his pants so we just blasted uh i am an antichrist yeah um, and the guy bolted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, That's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Uh, Bethany, you were quite the poet in high school, wasn't that right? I just uh, I dabbled in some creative writing and stuff. I definitely wrote a pop song with one of my friends in middle school, but that was pretty much it. What, do, you, uh, do you recall the name? Maybe some of the lyrics? Did it have to I do think with it was called... No, I wish it was. I think it was called Circles, but I can't remember the lyrics. (laughs) Was it like, girl, you give me circles? Right? Something like along those lines. Shout out in sync. Yeah. It was Post Malone before. Ooh, man. You still got the song touch, Miss Pandora, I will say. (laughs) So, okay. So you're hanging out in high school. uh, Your friends drinking hooch out of an Aquanet can. You're writing songs about the thrift store underwear. Everything's going. You're getting good grades. Uh, you had to go to the hospital because you drank too much, but then you never drank that much again. You kept your word to the doctor. Shout out to you and shout out to honesty. Um, but OK, but then so you get through high school. Everything's cool. You're punk rocking, killing it. And then did you go to college or university? Yes, I did. Uh huh. Yeah. And what college did you go? Are you comfortable saying? Oh, and to the uh, University of Virginia, Wahoo Wah. Whoa! Shout out the Cavaliers. Yeah. Did, uh, <laughs> nice. did, you any, did you have any jobs in high school? Did I have a job in high school? Oh, yeah, yeah actually. Great question, Justin. Um, <laughs> my significantly older sister was running a catering company um, with a friend of hers. And my first job was secretary in her office so i i worked as a secretary in her office when i was like 16 and i would also work at the parties and there were a lot of like very wealthy people who would hire her her company for parties so we would cater those parties and hobnob with the rich people of virginia beach (laughs) oh wow good old hobnob hey gotta love a good hobnob hey some good old (laughs) tips and stuff like a like a yacht club in virginia um yeah, they do have yacht clubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there was a well the guy the guy who was the guy who funded the company for them did so because my sister's partner was having an affair with him. Huh. Are they still together to this day? No, he got arrested. <laughs> he he was involved his name was Herman Valentine and he was involved in some tax evasion scandal and ended up getting arrested many years later oh my god who are we just oh who are we just talking about that was doing the same thing shit (laughs) someone bad yeah weren't we just talking about talking about who was uh someone who doesn't like the drums money laundering (laughs) um the guy who sells buckets for food oh yeah the priest guy uh jim baker yeah you said it right jim baker yeah Thank you, Bethany. Thank you for having a memory and a beautiful face. Thank you. Comes together. So, yeah, very oh, nice. Oh, got. So you're working. So you're doing the secretary gig in high school and all that sweet stuff. Uh, okay. And how did did you like it? Was it fun? I mean, how much older is your sister than you? Oh, 16 years. 
16 years older than you? Yeah, I was oh, the baby. Wow. How many <laughs> how many how many siblings do you have? Three sisters and one brother, and they're all way older and I asked my mom one time was I a mistake and she said you all were. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that my mom said the same thing just but... one one was just made way i could see that yeah 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 justin was a huge mistake like <laughs> massive he's one of 37 and he was the biggest mistake out of all of them so but nice. busy mom. I, was, I was quite the surprise very busy mom now that you mention it <laughs> I know I have six brothers, but my mother only had two of those kids. Oh, you're right. Shout out, shout out to your mom. Shout out to the meat mule. So okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So okay. So you graduate high school, you're working at the catering gimmick, and then you go to uh Virginia, the University of Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. how was that? How was that transition? Like you're into the punk rock, you've been catering. You're young, you're drinking hooch out of Aquanet. Like, how was life <laughs> at the University of Virginia? Um, it was cool because the first week I was there, I met the guy who became my boyfriend for the next eight years. He was a skater. Shout out, skaters. Yeah. Badass. He was carrying his board, and I was like, ooh, skater. You know, because I was, a, I forgot to say, when I was in high school, I was into skaters. I used to go sure. to the ramps in Virginia Beach and totally. pick up skater boys. Right. Of course no to- dude we smelled that on you from a mile away miss pandora come on <laughs> we knew we're like wait sex pistols you know uh drinking hairspray like totally into the skateboard scene duh duh right yeah you know. Thrasher magazine the whole thing typical yeah so okay so you catch this guy you know hitting the boards heavy riding the rails rocking the rooster whatever you call it <laughs> and uh so and he was a punk rocker and he had earrings and all that and so there were a couple guys who were doing haircuts punk rock haircuts for eight dollars in the dorms so i had the guy cut my hair and i dyed it black and it became a goth and the guy who cut my hair his name's well He's unfortunately passed away, but his name was David Berman, and he started the band called The Silver Jews and was very involved with the band Pavement. Time, time, time the fuck <laughs> out. The Silver Jews? Uh-huh. And I'm just hearing about this band now? Yeah, and the, great. I mean, his his stuff was great. Really, really I mean, great. I mean, it would, I mean, mazel tov to him, you know? Welcome. Thanks for joining the tribe, right? Incredible. Man, the Silver Jews. <laughs> How did we not know of them? God, man. They're a very indie underground band, but um, I mean, they were associated with Pavement. So everyone thought that they were a Pavement offshoot. Mm. You know, Pavement got pretty big in the 90s. But but actually, Pavement was more of a Silver Jews offshoot. Oh. But, but David was very, very talented. You know what talented they say? Writer, the Jews always start everything. Me being one, I always start everything, too. So Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah. hey. got it going so on. We start everything. <laughs> Hey, not all of us can be chosen. You know what I mean? So it's only a few of us. Only the few. The few, the proud, the Jew. <laughs> so, okay. Very nice. Uh, okay. So, Miss Pandora. So, uh, you're dating a skater. And you, so when you did a punk rock haircut, what are we, what are we talking here? Like a little <laughs> off the side or mohawk? No, or? it was, it was shaved all the way around, except for, I'm trying to sort of imitate it, like, except. Where the bangy part in the front and the bangy part was dyed black, yeah, and everything cool. else was shaved. 
Dude, I was big into <laughs> chicks with like crazy haircuts. Uh like, yeah, I was totally into goth chicks with daddy issues. I know you're talking about the whole, whole, whole head shave. Whole head shave, just the the big bang, like in the front, and then you dyed it like pitch black. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. you were the hottest Fantastic. girl on campus. Just so you know. <laughs> you're rocking Janko jeans. Oh man. No, this was before Jankos, guys. Doc <laughs> Martin, like, uh, late, Doc later, Martin, Roy, later were Jankos, but now was uh, D- yeah, Doc Martins and uh, uh, yeah, Doc, Docs for sure. Yeah, we're talking Doc like Martin, SLC when you punk wear the days. dress, right? Really dressed with the Doc Martins and the mm. Susie eye makeup. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, big time, big fan. Flannel anywhere? Uh, my boyfriend wore flannel. Right. He was big into flannel. Right. I at one point let my hair get really dreaded, so I had these long black dreadlocks. Wow. Is Incredible. That, so you shaved off the dreadlocks and went to the, the bang? Look? Yeah, eventually I did have to shave the Because they can't... got so locked up. And they were just... Oh, God, it got so locked up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, if... <laughs> incredible. So, okay, nice. Very good. So you're you go through, did you end up graduating? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. and what was your major? Sociology. Duh. Should have known that. <laughs> so <Right>. marketable. <laughs> yeah, obviously. So, okay. So you graduate college. You're still with your skater boyfriend. Uh, you have the best hair. What was life like for you after you left college? Um, We moved in together in the capital of the Confederacy, actually, because he was from Richmond. So we lived Richmond, there. Richmond, Virginia. In Richmond. And we hung out with the punk rockers and the fan. Um, saw some pretty good bands back nice. in those days. The Ramones. I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers when they were first starting out. They did a free concert in Schaefer Court in the fan near VCU. Whoa. That's badass. Nice. Yeah, lots of punk bands. Seven Seconds, Circle Jerks, um, oh. Psychic TV. If anyone's familiar with Psychic TV, they were sort of yeah. acid house. Me and Justin were in Circle Jerks. I've heard of the Circle Jerks. I bet. Yeah, (laughs) not that. Don't want to know about that. Hold on, Oliver, you cut out. What did you say, bud? Well, the joke was there. I said I asked to join, but you told me no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well, we're we're bringing. Hey, we're starting the band up again. So when the Circle Jerks come back, Oliver, you're going to be our number one guy. You know, be the Oreo guy. I'm ready. You uh, you play that rusty trombone still, right, babe? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, all right. Do. I'm not vanilla. You know, when I know that stuff. <laughs> you know, I'll talk about headlining a show. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Okay. So you move in with your skater boyfriend in Richmond, Virginia, capital of the former capital of the Confederacy. And you're there, you're going to like punk rock shows. Are you still working for your sister's catering business? Wait, I just have to ask, is this like, this is your life? <laughs> because I'm going to say, you got a long way to go before you get to the part where I started doing the real interesting stuff. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, we can jump to then. And actually, this is a great segue <laughs> to jump to everyone's new favorite segment. It's Jada's questions, asking some questions. Jada's questions, a new favorite segment. Jada's question segment. So, Miss Pandora, Justin, you should here. be a singer, Matt. You I really mean, should. And when you do it like that, aren't I already one? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you are. You're right. You, you know, I want an it's, album. It's called Raw Talent, and it's just I'm. It's oozing I, I out of me. Got it. Hey, you're no chock full. Of it. 
<laughs> Before we get to guy. the good stuff, I'm going to ask you a bunch of random questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once we're done with the random questions, we're going to get hot and heavy into the heavy hitting and the hot stuff, and it's going to be great. So, J-Dub, take it away. Have you ever broken a bone? No. Nice. Have you ever had a cavity? Yes. Okay. What's the last thing you stole? That necklace from the thrift store when I was in high school. <laughs> Stop stealing after high school? For uh, for $3 million, would you cut off one of your fingers? Straight cash? Yes, because someone will make a fetish of it. <laughs> oh, of my finger? God. What, nine-finger fetish? The nine-finger fetish? Mm-hmm. There's a market Ampe- for that? Amputated, amputated finger. What, uh, what finger would you pick? You'd get the pinky? one I just pushed down on my pinky. I see, I think you'd So for those finger. listening, that would be the pinky on your left hand. Is that right? Oh, yeah, it better be a left hand. Yeah. Because right. I'm right-handed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If um if you could have a famous Paul bearer, who would you pick? Paul McCartney. <laughs> cool. Maybe <laughs> the Paul McCartney bearer. Paul bearer. Paul oh, McCartney. Oh, 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 that is hilarious. I'm so sorry oh, she's gone. I'm Paul McCartney. Hello. I just everyone. met her yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> she it's said she needed some help to be a Paul bearer. <laughs> If you could have uh, box seats, season tickets to any one of the four major sports in Philly, which one would you pick? I guess you're hockey. from Virginia, so whatever, whatever. Hockey. Wherever. You're a big you into hockey? hockey. I like hockey. Who's your home hockey team? Well, I lived in LA for a long time, so Kings. You go to the LA Whoa. Kings. Okay. All right. All right. Um, have you ever uh, shit your pants as an adult? She's a fucking lady, Justin. <laughs> she is a lady. I just I, I kind of want to know the answer to this one. List. The list doesn't discriminate. I have to be honest, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> I had the flu. I had I was I, really sick. I was really, really sick. And my public? boyfriend was taking care of me. And I was like in the bathroom crying. I was like, I pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he I took will, care of me. I will say this. I mean, I don't know if I'm a jerk, but if we have to say words I hate the most, I and it's nothing against you, Miss Pandora, because you're incredible. But I just don't know what it is, guys. I fucking hate the word poop. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather have my three year old daughter say shit bucket a hundred times before she said poop. Probably a million times. Because I don't ever fucking I just hate the fucking word. It's a white people word. You know what I'm saying? I fucking hate it. I don't know. I'm allowed to hate it's it. A though. White people word. You hate your don't poop on my parade. <laughs> would you rather be a, a coal miner or one of those like 1930 skyscraper guys you know Ooh. like you see like sitting on the beams like eating oh the like lunch. the scaffolding eating the yeah. lunch thing yeah i'd rather do that but honestly i'm so short they probably would have made me into a chimney sweeps assistant how how uh <laughs> the victorian era how short are we talking miss pandora because i'm i'm 5 11 so i'm pretty tall so if you're, what is it? Five one? I'm 11 inches shorter than you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, on a, on a good ten, day. You're 10 inches shorter than me. I'm, I'm 5'11 and everybody <laughs> knows it, Justin. May, hey guys, just, just so you know, May 11th is Matt Lavelle day. So. <laughs> because Spread, it's 5'11. Je, Bethany <laughs> thought of that, FYI. Thank you, Bethany. <laughs> you're a gem. You're an absolute gem. Okay. Justin, I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. And please forgive me. Continue. So, uh, would you rather be pepper sprayed or tased? Woo! Tased. What about you, Oliver? I'll take tased as well. Pepper Same. sprayed, I think. Uh, it's going to really like, hurt. Yeah, I feel time. like, yeah, I feel like uh, tasing is like, a, 
and then you're done. Pepper spray, that yeah. shit's lasting for hours. For hours. Oh. And you got to pour that water <laughs> in your eyes and try to get numb. Good. To taste yeah. my ass. I would not like to be pepper sprayed. Mm-mm. Do you um do you have any questions for me? Uh who is your favorite comedian? Ooh, great Ooh. question. Of like of like of all the entire time, planet of all time. Probably uh either uh it might be Patrice O'Neill. Who? Okay. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill. It might be it might be Bernie Mac, might be Patrice O'Neill. I don't know. I'm trying to it's probably somebody dead, you know, because like a in memoriam. You can judge them. What uh, about a, a comedian you've seen live? I've seen Joey Diaz live the most, and he's my f- favorite alive comedian. Yeah. And if you don't know who either of them are, just Google them because they're fantastic and they say wild shit. And it's I mean, R.I.P. Patrice okay. and Bernie. R.I.P. Yeah. Bernie's fantastic. Dude, I remember uh, Pete. Shout out Pete McCormick, former guest of the show, former co-host of the show, fan of the show, listener of the show. He went to a Patrice O'Neill show on a date and he was late and he had to sit up front. (laughs) And Pete is he's the most handsome son of a bitch. And he's a little taller than me. He's six, three. I'm five, eleven. He's six, three. But again, I'm five, eleven. And, you know, he's uh, he but he was like sitting up front. and He's a big guy. And I think I don't know if this is what but. His date was, uh, you know, she was a she was a very shapely woman. And I think he said something to the fact like, you two must be looking like two walruses fucking, you know, or something along those lines. <laughs> and it was great. Shout out Patrice O'Neill, fan of the show, listener of the show. Yes. All right. So that was another rousing segment of Jado's questions, asking some questions. Uh, for anyone that wants to send in some questions, you can send it to us at Working Pod on the Twitter, or you can email us at workperspectives at gmail.com with some questions. So Justin asked some better questions. So let's do it. All right. Very nice. So let's keep it on moving on, keep it on moving down the road. So before we get into the hot and the heavy uh i do want to say that we uh miss pandora is here because the one and only oliver siren was able to get us this great interview so before we do that uh oliver how did you and miss pandora meet uh miss pandora and i met at an acting class i had decided um to pursue one of my lifelong passions again after taking a long break and go back to acting class and when i was in acting class uh I saw this girl who um, I thought was cool and um, we became friends pretty quickly. And uh, I can say since that was probably 10 years, well, it was 10 years ago. So right when my daughter was born and we have talked pretty much every week since then, give or take a week or two here and there. And, um, <laughs> you know, a fight here and there, or, you know, squabble. Sure. Um, but uh, um we've she's become one of my best friends in the world and that's how we met awesome very cool (laughs) i mean i would agree and i think everyone listening will agree as well so but miss pandora we want to get into the hot and heavy stuff so the reason we are calling you miss pandora is because it's your name and is because you are a dominatrix femdom and fetish model is that right did i get all those right yes yes so cam star shout out out to the cams nice all right um so we were talking about some boring shit earlier you know capital of confederacy skateboarding punk rock whatever uh (laughs) but we want to get into the hot heavy stuff so let's let's really let's really comb through this 
right? When did you start the dominate being a dominatrix? And then how did you, so when did you start and how did you get into it? Take it away. All right. I started with the modeling first. The, the fetish modeling? Just modeling in general. Okay. And I'll, I'll explain how I got into fetish, but it was 2008. I was working for a technology company doing web stuff, web design, internet marketing, Incredible. And I got laid off during the recession. Oh, wow. And I was living in Los Angeles and I had just purchased a condo. So to figure out how I was going to pay my bills, it's always fun when you get laid off. Yeah, <laughs> it's exciting. Makes life exciting. <laughs> and I had a friend who said, why don't you start modeling? I said, what? That's what I would have told you. <laughs> I'm five feet tall. <laughs> I'm thinking fashion modeling. That's not going to happen. He said, no, not talking about fashion modeling, but there's all kinds of alternative modeling. There is glamour, there's pinup, there's fetish. And I was like, what? <laughs> now, I've always been very open-minded and experimental and all that in my relationships. So it's not like I wasn't aware of kink, but I just didn't know you could get paid to do it. <laughs> mm. So I paid a photographer to take some pictures of me and then I put them up on Model Mayhem. And I advertised myself as doing what they called back then, like trade for print TFP, which you don't print anymore. It's all digital, but they still use that, that term. And I got a lot of photographers who were willing to work with me and sort of teach me the ropes. So then I started getting paid to model. And I had a woman who was around my age, like we, we befriended each other and we would refer each other the, to different photographers. And she said, oh, there's this guy you have to work with. His name is Dominic Wolf and he's in Palm Springs and he pays really well. And I was like, oh, okay, great, great. Hook me up. She's like, something I got to tell you though. Shoots bondage. I was like, he shoots what? <laughs> he ties you up. <laughs> He ties you up. And I was like, oh, I'm not going there by myself. <laughs> so she went with me and Dominic, Dominic Wolf, who's actually pretty famous bondage producer. He had a condo out in Palm Springs and we stayed the weekend there. And I shot with him. Jeez. was like eight hours for, for two days. And he was dating a fetish model whose name was Gina Ray. Um, She's still around, actually. She still models. She still works. Um, and uh, we shot all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, there was some acting involved in it because you had to kind of improvise. They would give me uh, a character that I had to portray with a script. One of the things was, one of the sketches or whatever we did was, um, I'm selling something on Craigslist and she shows up to buy what I'm selling, but instead she ends up stealing it and tying me up and leaving me on the floor tied up. <laughs> this is this damsel in distress. So, okay. So let's unpack this a little bit, right? <laughs> so you're aware of the fetish bondage, right? Your friend's like, look, it's good money. He's just going to tie you up. You're going to do whatever, right? So going when you're going to the shoot initially, were you a little nervous? Like, did you have any nerves? Yes. Going? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Were, were you, but were you nervous, but still kind of excited with like at the idea of like, oh, this is going to be fun and kinky and whatever. Or were you just like, no. <laughs> let me just get this fucking paycheck. I just wanted the money. Yeah. So, okay. 
So you go there, right? What is it like when you get there? Is it like a skeezy? Because I remember no. when we had, yeah, when we had Adrena Winters on the show, she said sometimes that like, you know, like they can be because it has like a stigma. And this is one of those things that would have a stigma of like being like low rent and skeezy because it's a like a kink shoot. Right. You know what I mean? Like if it's a maybe move, it's a if it's a if it's a movie production and all you have is a camera on like one grip, they say that's an independent. You know what I mean? But if you were to be a porno and you're shooting that and it's one guy with a camera and one grip, they'd be like, this is just sleazy scumbag horror stuff. Right. When it's the same thing. So I think in those scenarios, from what she described, is sometimes that the porno shoots can go over the top production wise, just so it gives them a level of professionalism that doesn't identify them as a skeezy porno shoot. So mm -hmm. when you when you got to this kink shoot, was it more of like, was it something like a higher level of professionalism or what did you do get there? And you were just like, God damn, this looks bad, but let me just get fucking paid and get out of here. Like, what was your thought? Um, neither really. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like a high end shoot yeah. with a lot of crew or anything. I believe it was really just him. Maybe yeah. he had an assistant. That's yeah. the thing. And I've been doing this for so long now that I'm used to the fetish productions being very sort of gonzo and it's people shooting out of their basements. I mean, they, they have very nice houses yeah. that they shoot out of their, out of their home. And mm. it's not that the people aren't making a lot of money, but you really don't have to have the high-end production anymore because yeah. an iPhone 14 shoots really great video. Yeah. In fact, I just did my bread and butter now is I shoot these custom videos for people. Ooh. They give me scripts. They give me specific instructions. Okay, you, you wear this. The other model wears that. Sometimes they even give me dialogue that I have to repeat. And so my friend was helping me in another model shoot and he just shot everything on his iPhone. Shut the fuck. That's incredible. And the pictures were clear, great. super. Wow. And uh, so video, but yeah. uh, I will but, uh, say as a friend of someone who does this, when you get a phone call and they're like, hey, how do you think I should shoot X, Y, Z? This person wants to watch me pee or something, whatever it is. And, you know, she'll ask me, like, what do you think the best way to film that is? I'm like. Well, let's break up. that down. And, wait, a uh, we... <laughs> wait a second, Oliver. You've forgotten all the details. I had. A... <laughs> I left those out on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but they're so great. The details on this one are really great, and I get to they use my favorite word again. <laughs> yes, poop. I would love oh. this. Here we so... go, Maddie. Just ruined it for me. <laughs> I'm this kidding. Was a, this was a custom client who was blind. And all he wanted was an audio recording of pooping. And so I called Oliver <laughs> and asked his advice. I said, look, I'm not going to really do this. What do you think I could drop in the toilet that would <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. You'll ruin it for him. We came up with all sorts of things. I was like, batteries. Yeah, what did you have? Cucumbers. Pudding. Oh my God. Well, you know, it, it's funny that you asked that because that was my first question. Does he want 
harder soft poop. Funny that you ask about that because I was Will like, you just well, start if we're calling it shit, please. Ah. If, if we're talking about <laughs> hard shit, like batteries or cucumbers would be great. If he wants like the, the, the diarrhea sounding effect of that you know we could get like yeah. water like spaghettios yeah, or you something could, like you should <laughs> like you need corn kernels oh i mean really do you, do you want to squirt like a ketchup <laughs> bottle into the thing so it's like <laughs> you know it's oh. incredible wow i mean what if, I'm, what, I'm what, if, crazy. what if you had like really acute hearing and you were to drop a battery in there and you'd hear like a clink when it hit, and he's like, God, you, you got a lot of iron in your diet, you know? You might but, need to see a doctor. Yeah. Like, that that sounded like a Duracell he's AAA. Like, Look, I've heard a lot of shit before, but <laughs> that shit sounds like you need to see a doctor. So, okay. All right. So, hold on. Let's get back to the original shoot, and we'll talk about the shit shoot in a little bit. Um, but it's inappropriate to ask what how much do you get to pretend shit for someone well hold on hey so first <laughs> off where can someone con- well, where can someone contact you if they want you to, to shit for them um <laughs> um well i was gonna give you my uh the domain name that goes straight to my clip store because i believe there is a contact link there but it's um uh, on demand fetish.com oh Perfect. So we'll have a link in the description for that and for Miss Pandora, wherever you want to find her, for sure. So for all and you guys out there, and, and we know... On, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, I'm also on Instagram. It's uh, This is my third Instagram account because I keep getting banned, but it's sexy... <laughs> Sexy Miss Pandora 3. <laughs> nice. All right. And are you on Twitter also? Um, yeah, it's Hot Pandora, but I might be off of there soon. I don't know. It's such well, I mean, <laughs> either way, we'll have uh, we'll have links in the description of this episode. So for everyone that wants to check it out, please do. I highly recommend it. I mean, you know, if you like watching 25-year-olds take a shit, we got you. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so there you go. Nice. Okay. Look, you're um, already my best friend. You're already my best friend. You don't have to keep sucking up to me. If you <laughs> want to watch me take a shit, you can reach out to the Working Perspective podcast on any of our links. Justin, <laughs> Justin, don't, hey, hey, don't. Dumb. All right. Do, how much do I have to pay you? Do, do not write a check. <laughs> you are pretty not, cheap. Do not write a check you are not willing to cash because oh. if someone contacts me and they're willing to pay for you to shit, you're going to fucking shit. You understand? I take one every day, every morning. I'll send you a picture of it. I'll record the audio of it. Whatever you like. What if you had to tell your girlfriend, who is way too good for you already, she would love that I am got a side hustle. You know, just doing what I (laughs) love. She's like, babe, I got a second source of income. Daddy's. He's a manure entrepreneur. Getting rid of the bacon. Go, Bethany. Oh, Bethany, (laughs) you fucking dime-dropping son of a bitch. That was incredible. Oh, my God, that was great. Wow, (laughs) fucking dynamite dropping of the year. (laughs) Guys, we are fucking, we're we're going on a ride tonight. Like, let's be honest, this is incredible. So, okay, shout out to Bethany, fan of the show, listener of the show. Um, All right, so you did your first shoot. This was kind of your intro into the femdon kink, right? So what would happen to transition to where you are now? And also, if I can ask, is this your full-time job? For the most part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you can like have a living on this. That's awesome. So proud. Like, 
you should be very proud of that. I know it's like, you know, but like it's betting on yourself and knowing your worth and, and like creating your own content and it's stuff that you can manufacture and come to life and people are willing to like, s- s- like seek you out and purchase that. That is like, you you know, it is people think anyone can do that. And it's and they're so wrong. It is so goddamn tough. We're like, by the time this airs, we'll have had 200 episodes. And like, I, I, I like, I couldn't pay to have someone pay to fucking give a shit about, you know, like it's, it's, it's so, you know, it's. Can I say Matt, like, uh, you know, look, look, Miss Pandora does lots of other things. We work together on uh, film projects and things like that, but um, more so what impressed me when I first met her and it still impresses me today is that she's taken that and, you know, you hear about like the downside of, you know, uh, pornography or fetish modeling or anything like that, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, that there's these girls who ended up addicted to crack and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, yeah. she buys a house and has, co- you know, a couple of co- like it, it is not just her job. It's a business and she's turned it into a business that makes her very successful and um, is able to uh, live a very good life based on that business. So yeah. not everybody could do that. Yeah. And it's always something that I really admired about. It, so. good. Dude, Thanks. Thanks. You're, you're fucking awesome, dude. No, you're <laughs> He's no. The best. Yeah, and you you should be Miss Pandora. You should be very proud of that. Like exactly what he's saying. A lot of people could go to the wrong way with doing this shit, but you're like you're a businesswoman, and you're you're like like minded and so so awesome. That is awesome. I'm so freaking you know so proud. Like this wow. is yeah, Gosh, great job, guys. great um, job. Thanks. I'm just like oh my god, this is this really nice. Thank you. Um, no, you should be, I, yeah, and you have an OnlyFans as well, so if someone's interested in that, there'll be a link in, uh, I think there's a link on your, if I remember when I did the research, there's a link on your Instagram for the OnlyFans, is that right? Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so yeah, there's a link on the, uh, in, on the Instagram for the OnlyFans, so for everyone listening, if you want to check out the one and the only Miss Pandora, just, you know, knock yourself out um but okay i I do want to add something though i mean there's the whole porn stereotype about women in porn maybe being on drugs having daddy issues that kind of thing and there is a little overlap between porn and fetish like as an example one of my really good friends that i met through doing this work is caroline pierce I am very fucking familiar with Caroline <laughs> Pierce, fan of the show, listener of the show. Talk about a back poach, baby. If you, can, <laughs> if you, I mean, I'm just, I'm a massive fan. And honestly, I feel like I discovered her like early doors. You know what I'm nice. saying? So just saying, nice. I've known, <clears throat> I've known Caroline Pierce, you know, sorry. I've, we're, we've been intimate for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you know what an awesome person she is. She's very smart. She's kind of a nerd. She loves comic books and Star Wars and stuff like that. She's very intelligent and really just has her shit together. And I found most of the models I've worked with have been like that. Because if you don't carry your weight, I mean, I actually run a, uh, a Facebook group. That is all models. We're all alternative models, fetish models. And we look out for each other because 
it's kind of an underground economy sort of job. And so there's no like licensing of photographers. Like I said, these are guys that may be shooting you in their basement. And some of them, let's be honest, they shoot the stuff because they're into it. It's their kink. It's their fetish. But they're willing to pay you to do it. And so there's a fine line between, um, yes, you were doing this for money, but you're also doing it because, you know, you you get off on it. You're probably going to get off on it later after. But just don't do it at the shoot. (laughs) So and there are creeps, just like there are creeps in porn, there are creepy photographers and producers and fetish but but we call them out to each other so I mean, you're we, kind we of like talk. you're yeah, and you, and yeah you find certain people with their specialties who like you know you'll do this i don't want to do this but also oh this guy mm-hmm. is a creep so be careful oh yeah. this you know i i can't do this shoot because i'm not into vomiting but I know I is yeah, cool because I've I had know, the director before. Well, but whatever. you'll be like, hey, I'm not into, you know, this, but I know, you know, blah, blah, blah is and I'll put you in contact with her. So it's almost like a like a like a highway of, hey, we can find what you need. Almost, you know, like, yeah, exactly. And where I live, I'm really good friends with several producers. So when models, so there are a lot of models that tour. I don't tour extensively, but I do. I go to Florida every once in a while. I work with a site called Generate kink adventures they are awesome i would do anything for them because they're so great it's two women who run i mean the thing is there's a lot of women that run these stores and and run their own businesses it's pretty common oh wow Um, it's pretty common in this industry and so when i was working for a lot of other producers i started to get the idea you know what i need to start my own store Uh owning the content is where it's at yeah, because you can repurpose it in so many different stores. I mean, you have clips for sale, uh, King Bomb, um, many vids. I mean, there's just when I first started doing this in about 2009, there weren't as many opportunities to make money, but it's just exploded with OnlyFans and then yeah. Sex Panther. You can actually text people for money. And then I got into doing the real time sessions. I was working out of a dungeon for a while. And so, um, yeah, I, I got into doing video editing, freelance video editing for people. And it put the power where it belonged yeah. now, yeah. like in the actual performers and the people versus it got dark in the, you know, those late nineties before the internet explosion of like people were controlled by the access to the medium. You know, there's only yeah. one person you needed a camera and someone to edit it, but now it's, you go live, it's you. And there, yeah. There's the not as many gatekeepers content. either. Yeah. 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 And it's not as much money to, to start, just, to start up, to you start said, a business, yeah. like would have been back then when you had to buy the really expensive yeah. cameras and stuff. Yeah, and film. No, you're you're 100 right. No, and dude, and it's I mean, you know, it's it like there is still parts of it that can be bad, but I think people, and it's like you're saying. Where it's people like on this thing, you'll be like, hey, it was at this shoot. Guys are a total creep. Avoid this guy and don't work. This guy was a total jerk. You know what I mean? So you guys are also looking out for each other. And it's in a way you're weeding out the jabronis and the creeps and that. Like, you know, I think that's a great thing because you're looking out for each other. And it's, you know, it's good for society as a whole because no one wants these creeps. Uh, Bethany, you are, you know, just a stunning, 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 incredible, beautiful woman. Have you ever thought of jumping into 
the fetish femdom. And let me say this right now. I know million dollar feet when I see them. So just saying, <laughs> I can find some feet. And if I find some feet, I'm going to put them out there and I'm going to make some money. Have you, oh, have you done that, Miss Pandora? The feet? Oh, yes. And in fact, my feet are in the Wiki, Wikipedia of feet. Wiki feet. Wiki feet. Uh-huh. Wiki feet. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I cannot, I cannot wait to oh, check really? it out. Miss Bethany, I thought I saw your feet next to hers. I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> These are, are silver into- dollar feet. Definitely not million dollars. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Couple of buffalo nipples. No wonder I saw them because that's what I'm into. Silver dollar feet. Hey, you and me <laughs> both, babe. You know, come on. Are you into dollar feet? Dollar feet, Oliver. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, feet stuff is something you, you certainly can talk about, right? Look, look, so I'll say this. Am I, do I want to get whacked off by feet? No, I don't. (laughs) Right. I don't. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't. Right. But when Margot Robbie showed her feet in the fucking Hollywood movie, (laughs) I was disappointed and it hurt her for me. Right. And feet, feet play a role. I'm just saying. You can't have some fucking whack-a-mole troll feet if you're a girl. You got to have good feet. Guys, you shouldn't, no one should see your feet regardless, right? I don't know, I don't know what fucking, what we're fucking doing, guys, right? Guy, if you're a woman, you shouldn't want to see your guy's feet, right? Justin, I won't show you my feet anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because Matt said no. I know. If you guys are wearing (laughs) dong flip-flops, then you're like, you're in the wrong world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but Miss Miss Pandora ha- has a very. I mean, you should tell the, the story about feet. Uh, oh and, God, is it more and, shit feet? Is it shit and feet? Is well, it a shit feet story? I, I would. It wouldn't surprise me if shit came out during these things. Um, but uh, th- there are uh, uh, people who like feet to an extent that even I, when I first heard about this, I was like, "Wait, what? This actually happens." Like, like, um, like violent feet. And funny enough, well, I won't go into all that, but she was telling me about this, and I just was like, I can't believe this actually exists. And there are people she knew that uh do this for a living, and and it's as well. And you have joined in, you know, I'm spewing too much. Go ahead. Which part are you talking about? I'm talking about that trampling thing. The tramp- that you were I was going to say, oh, is this oh, a trampoline? Oh my God, trampoline. Been waiting on bated breath to know what trampling is. It's uh, like trampolines, but not. No, you, you walk all over someone. You walk on their face. Um, There was a guy that I worked with who was a not producer who wanted me to walk on his throat. Oh. Trample is with, with bare feet. Is there paperwork that has bare to get signed feet. first? Yeah, do you have but to? Not, re- not, yeah, like is there a, a waiver? Oh, saying that if I kill him, I won't get. Yeah, him like if you break his nose, like you're not responsible for his medical issues. I signed a model release. <laughs> is it? Is there like a? uh like for payment, is it like half up front, half when it's done, kind of thing, or like payment full, paying full up front? Like, how does that work? Well, I guess you don't have to get into that. You don't have to get into that. That was a bad question. Sorry. So, if it's, a, if it's an in-person shoot, I get paid once the shoot is done. If it's a session, we at the dungeon where I used to work, we did sessions much like I guess if you were paying for a prostitute, even though we weren't prostitutes. Like a massage parlor, the, like you, you pay. You don't touch the money. They he put the money on the table. 
and leaves the money on the table. And then you pick up the money when the session's over after he leaves. That was what, just what uh... So there's a dungeon? There was. It closed cool. down during the pandemic, unfortunately. Oh, we lost a lot of good dungeons during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a bummer. Yeah. But not even uh not even just bare feet. There are shoes that go along with this. Wait, 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 are... Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Right? I feel blowing oh, this vanilla boy's mind. The, right? talking about someone else. Yeah, Someone you know where else. I'm going with this. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, um, Be- Bethany, you are so right. I feel really vanilla right now when it, when we're talking <laughs> trampling. I feel vanilla during this. I'm stuff, fucking, buddy. I'm fucking ice, ice, baby, vanilla ice right now. You, you, okay, you and me both. I'll say that when I heard about this, I went, "Yeah, I, I'm as as vanilla as as vanilla ice. I'm not. I'm good. Yeah. I if will. I was a dumb. If I was a dominatrix and on my schedule popped up a good old fashioned trampling session, I would get I get fired up, start getting limber. <laughs> so okay. could do could do some walking on some people. So okay, hold on, let's uh, Miss Pandora. We need to unhatch this. Okay, let's start with just the bare feet. Okay, so this guy comes up to you. He's like, "Look, I'm into trampling. I want to get trampled." Okay. I'm a barefoot trampler guy. Okay. What how does that go? Do you have to be like, okay, where do you want me to trample? How long do you want me to trample? How hard do you want me to trample? Like yes. all of that? Yes. Yes, because anytime you're dominating someone, it's very important in the beginning to ask them what are the off limit, what are the no-no parts <laughs> of their body? Do they have any pre-existing injuries? What are the parts that they really want you to? I mean, the the guy who had me step on his throat, here's the thing. You see the stereotype of the professional dominatrix on TV and the movies. It's like this this shit-kicking woman all in black, and she just wants to beat people. That is not me. That is not me. I'm a sensual dom. So for me, it's if you want me to beat you, I will, but only because you're into it. Not because I like beating people. I'm very much a pacifist. I love animals, cats especially. <laughs> so to walk on someone's throat was very difficult for me. <laughs> I mean, not too difficult because you did it. You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's very <laughs> rational. It's a very rational reaction yeah, yeah. to that request. So okay. So, so I, wanted you... to, I, I wanted to ask before we get to what uh what did you had to say no to yeah. Like, what was too crazy that you're like, no, yo. Well, hold on. Can we finish the trampling? And Sorry. then, she, so, okay. <laughs> so you walk in, you see, like, you know, Gimpy Jerry or whatever the hell we're going to call him. Be like, hey, Gimpy Jerry, what's your no no pots? And he said, do not step on my calves. All right. Just leave my calves alone. Everywhere else, fucking trampoline, trample me like I'm fucking Mufasa. Okay. So you get on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a delayed hit on a couple of you, but trample like you fucking Mufasa. Yeah. So because Mufasa gets trampled. Spoiler. So, okay. So you and then you just step on there and he's like, is he ever going to be like, trample me harder? You know, and then you're just like, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're trampling, it's good to start on the the flat part between the chest and the stomach that's your base like the that sternum? is home base okay yeah home base and you keep coming yeah. back to there but then you you will very carefully you know walk maybe maybe on his throat if he wants it on his face you're sort of balancing yourself on the flat part of his chest 
but you take your your leg and your foot and you place it on the face and you know you kind of massage it <laughs> do they want to be trampled on their stuff too like... oh yes yes oh! and that's when you're trampling like an add on hawk like you know it's a different type of trample yeah. and then you're saying there's guys um, that want to be trampled while you're wearing like stilettos like stiletto heels those guys are fucking i mean <laughs> God bless him. So, okay. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what I... Why do you think we internet. have belly buttons? That feels like an honestly... It's <laughs> like a, a hole in one right there. Yeah. Man. Uh, so, I mean, we've really... We've run over this trampling thing. We just walked all over it. We kind of beat it to death. You know, we really ran a marathon with this trampling thing, if you know what I mean. So, either way, uh, like Justin was saying, which was a great question. Sorry I interrupted you, Justin. But Justin wanted to know, Miss Pandora, what is some of the stuff that you've had to say? Uh-uh, not happening, not in my dojo. Uh, so go ahead. Well, two things, really. I get asked a lot if I will do smoking. There are guys <laughs> who like you to <laughs> like blow smoke in their face or. That's like put- some serious grandma fetish right there. Like my grandma smoked a pack of Pama's fucking every day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I mean, come on. Uh, the mistress of the dungeon where I used to session, Ooh. she had a client who wanted the cigarettes put out on his body. Oh, oh God. What is he? Goodwill <laughs> hunting? Jesus Christ. It gets worse. It gets worse. She'd flick the ashes in his mouth on his tongue. Oh, <laughs> my God. This guy didn't have any parents. <laughs> because a garbage kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Treat That's... me like a human ashtray. Treat me like it's the little... It's been a while Hello. since I've heard your stories. And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah, yeah, that one's bad. Cigarette, oh. Get into the cigarette. Human ashtray. Me. Exactly. Human ashtray. Oh, my God. That's incredible. I mean... Wow. 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 The other thing I I do not do is, and this will seem strange because yes, I would get tied up. I have been spanked. I have been flogged mostly. Wait, you let guys, you let people do. (laughs) Oh, oh. oh. I I dated a guy for a while that we used to go to kink parties together and I let him flog me and all kinds of things, but that's all fine. But I once did it because I marketed myself as a switch for a while. So I would submit to people, but they, they had to have a lot of references and I charged a lot for that. And I had a guy do verbal humiliation with me once. I'll never do that again. That was way worse than anything I've ever done as a sub, whether it be flogging, spanking, anything pain oriented, being tied up and tickled, tortured. I will take all of those things over verbal humiliation. Wait, anyway. what the fuck? Just, just being mean. Yeah, like, what just, is what? Yeah, what is that? Like them saying like 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 are they're like you fucking you're five feet tall, blah. Like like just making <laughs> fun like, of you. Or just um, your hair is red, and I like blondes. Is that what like stuff uh, like that? 
No. Okay, when I do verbal humiliation as a dom, it's usually from a sort of goddess perspective. Oh, goddess, you're so much better than I am. I'm just a worm underneath your feet. Yes, uh, you are. You're a little worm. All you're good for is to service me and lick my feet and lick my toilet, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But his verbal humiliation was really insidious. He wanted to do a role play where I was his girlfriend. And I think he wanted to get a girlfriend back. <laughs> This dude. <laughs> wow. So he would say shit to you that he really wanted to say to his girlfriend. Oh. So he'd be like, I hate when you put, you know, <laughs> uh, salt in the eggs, you you mm-hmm. bitch. Yeah. Oh my God. And your mother, I can't stand it. <laughs> you know, he's like, Oh my God, that's crazy. Man, so out of all the shit, the the verbals the worst for me it was that was when yeah. i okay no more not doing I that, see that. i mean when it, on an emotional level i could 100 percent see that for sure yeah, yeah there's no pleasure derived i mean look the tickling sounds awful but for a little bit it'd be fun <laughs> right and it's because yeah. i just remember when i first started doing the whole realm of that i went down to florida someone told me go to florida that's where all the fetish producers are and i got a really quick education within a week of just shooting with a bunch of people and this one producer you know tied me up and tickled me and i was getting um eighty dollars an hour and i was like i can't believe i'm getting paid for this <laughs> wow <laughs> fantastic what are like you know what i mean like you gotta leave that shoot and just be like I just uh, did I just get paid eighty dollars an hour to get tickled? Exactly. <laughs> what a day! Get a, get a little ice cream on my way home and yeah. This was a tough day, but still, you know, I mean, yeah, this wasn't bad. No, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So okay, wow. Um, Oive. So okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's keep it moving then. So. Um, have you ever ended up dating someone that you met through the like dominatrix? How do you define dating? <laughs> well, like, I mean, well, I guess hook, like maybe you have someone that comes over and they have like a fetish and then you end up being like, oh, this guy's actually kind of all right. And then maybe you, you hook up or something. You know what I mean? There is one guy, I will say in about 10 years of doing this, there's really only been one or two. I mean, it really, guys, it's mostly older, you, not you find very- a lot of married men? <laughs> yes, yes, quite a few wow. married men. I like to look at it as I'm kind of saving their marriage sure, in a way. Because- sure. Sure. All right, sure. You, you, you guys, you talk about foot fetishes. It's really common, right? It's the most common fetish. It's the most sort of innocuous yeah. fetish. And I had clients come in wanting to do foot sessions who said, oh, God, I'm so glad that I have you to do this with because my girlfriend, when I asked her if she would try it, she treated me like I was a freak. Oh, I see. So a lot of times these people are used to being looked down upon for their kinks and they come to the dungeon and we accept them and we, you know, are willing to provide what they want and what they need without any judgment. And I can't tell you how many times I've had a client ask me, is this normal? What I, what I, is this the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Yeah. I mean, I've got everything from adult babies to cross dressers to, you know, people who wanted to be tied up and spanked. And so many of them ask me, 
Am I a weirdo for liking this? Is this the weirdest thing you've ever seen in here? And I was like, no, no, absolutely not. And you are not a weirdo. It's very common. So I think there's kind of a therapeutic part of the pro-dom thing where they just want to feel accepted. Yeah. Accepted for liking what they like. Right. And this exactly. life of like taboo, you know, you think you're you're the only one and you find out you're like, no, it's not that weird. And it, you're you're not that weird. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. if you want to wear a diaper and be treated like a baby, it's a little weird. But <laughs> <laughs> listen, don't That's judge everybody. You know, I mean, some people like that, you know, <laughs> so but I've yeah. heard. But back to your back <laughs> to your question. So it is mostly guys, I would say, that are not not that attractive, older men. Yeah, guys that have to pay for sex. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not sex. It's king. Uh, Right, right, right. Guys that have to pay If I I was having sex with them, I would be an escort and I don't want to do anything illegal. So it's just as a pro don, you don't you don't degrade yourself by having sex with the clients usually, you know. Yeah. Why would (laughs) you have sex with those? Yeah. With those yeah. noodles, those discrepancies. I did have one client and I still talk to him and I'm still trying to figure out, he, he lives a few hours away and I'm still trying to figure out how to hang out with him. Was, he came in and he wanted to learn rope bondage and he was in his twenties, very good looking guy. And so we just had a really good time. I was teaching him how to do rope bondage and tying him up and everything. And I actually made the move where I said, Hey, do you want to go grab a bite to eat? And so we went and had uh, Vietnamese food. And then it was just so innocent and cute. Like when he walked me to my car, we just kissed and, and uh, we've been thinking about that night ever since. And- so on the real tip, then you like vanilla. Let's be honest. Cause that's fucking <laughs> vanilla as shit. All right. <laughs> You're a fucking ice ice baby right now, Miss Pandora. You check him. Well, we kissed after I tied him up. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the path you took, Matt? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I was Matt, like, look, I'm it was a little different. He's tied her up, put her in the trunk, drove her to his house. <laughs> yeah, we went and got Vietnamese, and I was like, look, I'm gonna take you out of the trunk. We're gonna kiss. It's gonna be a great first date. <laughs> You're not you gonna know? scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, eight years in the Stockholm syndrome later. You know, and I'm in a marriage, and that's how it works. But so okay, and then so instead of something that you'll say like no to is there uh something that someone asked for that you're like oh fuck all right i've already i mean god this again you know (laughs) um not really i i can't i'm trying to think i mean we would have clients sometimes who came into the dungeon that we just repeat clients that we all were about oh. like there was this one guy who smelled really bad <laughs> um yeah, like smelly steve's back guys come on <laughs> I, I had this one custom client who he likes a fetish called lift and carry and it's just picking up women women picking up women men picking up women cradle carry them firemen's carry where you, you would- throw them over their shoulders and and he it was the funniest thing because he probably ordered maybe 20 customs from me and he would say, okay, well, it's going to take me a long time to produce the script, you know, and then I'll pay you for the custom. And I wait, wait, wait for the script. The script was always the same story, just some derivation of the same story. And he acted like he was writing, you know, Dostoevsky, Crime and Punishment, <laughs> so, or something. Did he, yeah. Did he want to, did he, 
did he want to pick you up or did he want to be picked up? No, my custom clients, they never participate in the he videos. He wants to watch people be picked well, they, up. They, what they want, I mean, imagine if you were really into a type of movie, like you like sci-fi movies. So Princess Bride George Lucas. Favorite movie. <laughs> like George Lucas said, hey, just message me whatever you want and I'll shoot it for you and send it to yeah. you when I'm done. That's what we do. So they get this very customized script that they've written and it's got all the particulars that they want, but they're not in it. Okay. But he's into the the act of, of people being picked up and carried? So wait, yeah. who who What? So yeah. who was picking you up though? Oh, it just depended on the models. I shot him maybe 20 clips with all different models. Caroline Holy was in one of them. <laughs> shout out, fan of the show, listener of the show. Um, but uh so okay, wow. So this guy, he wouldn't like the internet is full of free porn, but he's like, Look, I'm not I'm not into any of that. I want to see someone get picked up like a literal sack of potatoes. What yeah. would he do when he went to the grocery store? Would he just stand in the produce aisle and be like, dog God, food aisle. someone pick up, someone pick up that bag, pick it up. Like I like it, you know, and he's just like spank banking that for later. Uh, but man, man. All right. So then what you would just get, you would get like, someone would just pick you up and carry you away and be like, I've picked her up and we're leaving. <laughs> And that's the oh, script. Usually, usually there was fainting involved. I was dating a guy for a while. <laughs> that's great. I was dating a guy for a while who helped me shoot these because he was pretty strong. And so we would shoot in a park and I would faint and he would carry me away from the park. And the longer the carry, the better. You have to find someone who can carry you for a long time. Mm, kind of like, I mean, like you'd probably want someone who's minimum 5'11", right? <laughs> Dark hair, big shoulders. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. I know. I mean, I've heard of a five o'clock shadow there. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> this is more of like a two o'clock. I shaved today, pal. <laughs> okay, fine. You can help me shoot my clips. Fine. What? Oh, me? Oh, you. you really think I could? Wow. Oh, geez. I didn't know. Maybe me. Gosh, you're so flattering. <laughs> uh, but OK, so then you it... and I've I've heard there was another girl named Texie of some sort that. Uh, oh, yeah. you're going to bring up the, the Texie. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, can I preface this by saying this is why Miss Pandora is one of my best friends? Uh, it's very rare you have one of your best friends call you and say, "By the way, have you heard of Tiny Taxi?" And you should check out my clip online with her. I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah. Uh, so you know, um, there, there is a, a famous adult star named Tiny Taxi, right? Okay. Pixie. Yeah, and, and I can't you can't say she's a uh, little people or I mean she's she's like a mini adult that like, mini I don't know how to, she's very popular she's huge like she, she's got like a she's million a, followers now she just blew up um <laughs> you're saying so you're saying uh she's got a million like me and her have similarities Justin like followers is that what you're saying is that what you're referencing is that our similarities Justin oh, like you're a like a like a like a tiny adult <laughs> I'm like you know she's tiny taxi or tiny billy i'm 511 yeah. 511 <laughs> is not tiny i'm damn near are we saying I'm... tiny taxi like texas is that what we're saying here yes i yes. thought it was like tiny taxi i was like is this like a like a like a 
fake taxi but with tiny people driving taxis um shout out fake taxi adrena winters so she's no 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 i got okay okay i have to tell you guys the story so i I mentioned jenry's kink adventures they're a producer i shoot with a lot down in florida okay and on one of my trips uh i believe this was at fetish con there's a big fetish convention every year for people in the industry called fetish con Uh and i was shooting with them at fetish con and i see she's like looks kind of little but she's an adult and she's dressed like an adult but she's not I don't want to say midget it's not very correct it's not politically correct but she's not a, a little people like on that reality show that's not her because she's not yeah there used to be like <laughs> I don't know the political you know what I mean like there was like a dwarf and a midget and a little person and, and... she's not that she's not that she's um she's got some condition I don't know the name of that that means she's just going to always be like a mini the vertically impaired no but she's but she's proportional i don't know how to just look her <laughs> up she's fun she makes really fun clips she's adorable and and <laughs> so jenry had us shooting a clip where i was working with nick this model nikki brooks who's amazing awesome i love her and we basically were tickling tiny taxi <laughs> and having a three-way with strap on <laughs> so now mind you i shoot this stuff and i forget about it right i totally forgot about it and my ex-boyfriend calls me up and he says hey i think i just saw a video of you with a midget on pornhub <laughs> i said don't say midget don't say midget <laughs> she's not a midget <laughs> he said okay but is that you is that you he said that that clip has like three million views and I was like, okay, wait, wait, I got a tail. <laughs> so <laughs> I go to Pornhub and sure enough, it had like 3 million, but nobody was looking at it for me. I was just like, I could have been furniture. They mm-hmm. really were just interested in tiny taxi. Uh, I mean, until you called me and you were like, oh, by the way, I'm on this. And then I'm like, well, I'm, I, who the hell is tiny taxi? I know you. But so so uh so j- just to clarify here, the video you're talking about, it's you and Tiny Taxi and a third and another <laughs> actress. And you Nikki guys Brooks. are doing the old Eiffel Tower. Well, no, Nikki, Nikki held Tiny Taxi up in her arms. And I went at her with a strap on, or maybe it was the opposite while we tickled her. <laughs> and Wild, oh, you oh, you were tickling. Oh, so the tickle. Yeah. Needed Dude, to have I don't think there's together. anything I would like less than to be tickled while I was having sex. <laughs> I'd yeah, be so upset. yeah you wouldn't want to be i mean there's got to be worse things i mean there being a man would probably suck but you know but either way you know what you know what's worse you know what's worse is the fetish called ruined orgasm which i did shoot a clip with, <laughs> with another model where what where, is um, that how do they ruin was, it <laughs> she was giving him a hand job and a every time he got close yeah and every time i got clo- he got close to coming i had to tickle under his arms <laughs> Ruin his oh my god <laughs> and i have never been happy since then <laughs> <laughs> and that's how oliver and you met 
<laughs> well, yeah, that day, but you know, she Dude, after acting been, class, been she was like, <laughs> "Hey, well, um, that was during acting class. That yeah. that was the acting class that day. It was yeah. try to come, and I was like, "All right, I'll do it." But yeah, hey, after class, if you're not busy, can I tickle you out of orgasming for like a few hours? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a real giggle fest where you feel real uncomfortable and horny at the same time. Oh my god. Wow. And somehow Pandora and I became friends after. You can that. look at my feet while we do it. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you trample me. Um, so can I stand on your face. No, later? you can't combine fetishes like that. It's like Ghostbusters. If you combine the streams, <laughs> don't cross streams. <laughs> You'd be like, I want to be tickled. I want you to stand on my face while you do it. I want you to be a little person. I also want to be covered in jam. I will say, since I've streams. met Pandora, my 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 world has opened up a little bit. Like, I mean, not in the sense that I've done any of this or been able to see any of it, but I've heard about it. I didn't oh. know FETCON existed. I didn't know trampling. I didn't know Tiny Taxi existed. Um, but uh, since then, I've learned all of these things because she is one of my best friends. And again, like I said, we barely talk about her work now. Not that we ever really talked about it all Hardly that much, all. but, you know, like every now and again, you and uh, uh, Matt J Dubs, you guys might sit down. And be like today sucked at work. Ba ba ba. I will get a call occasionally. That's like, hey, I have to shoot a you know video for a blind guy that wants to hear me poop. What do you think? How should I do? That? <laughs> um, like that's yeah, just it's. I mean, that's a how many hard-boiled eggs you think I should use? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's, oh my uh, god. Yeah, no, yeah. That's like. Imagine you're having a bad day at work. You're like, and then you come home and Miss Pandora calls you and she's like, God, oh my God, what a day. First, I had to trample on this guy, right? And he didn't even want me to trample on his nuts. And then the next guy I had to take a shit for and he could actually see, which was weird, right? And then the other guy, I had to tickle him before he splooched. You know what I mean? Like, come on. What a day. I mean, all in a day's work for Miss Pandora. You know what I mean? And then Oliver would say, man, I wish I had your job. (laughs) (laughs) I I have said that. I'm like, you know, I I wish I could have your job. And she's like, no one would pay you for that. And I'm like, well, (laughs) (laughs) that that is 100% true. True. I'm like, I'm submitting my resume all the time, just like I am to be a famous rap star. And no one. So, so uh, Bethany. Right. So, Bethany, you and your ladies, uh, you're currently producing uh, your next written work, right? You... Oh, yeah. It actually came out today. Our third. Oh, anthology. Yeah. Sounds... great. That's awesome. Your third anthology. There'll be a link in the description of this episode for that. Very <laughs> cool. Uh, so what kind of stuff are you writing about in that? Um, so we have three books, um, the indie press that I'm one of the co-editors for um but they're all like women's fiction some things are spicy some things are like horror some things are sci-fi but it all has like strong female energy like main characters and stuff like that so this is the third book is every breath a light that just came out today awesome congratulations so After having heard from another female, aka Miss Pandora, uh, do you think anything of what she said might make the spicy section of the uh, 
of the of the novel. I know we would have to label the beginning of the story with trigger warnings, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like this is I I am inspired I <laughs> to go Aren't do some all? more research. <laughs> he he said, "Take me in your arms and treat me like a doormat." <laughs> uh, or a sack of potatoes on my balls tonight. I mean, he said, "Carry me around the house. <laughs> Tell me I'm nutty." Uh, I mean, you know, it'd be you great. Have like a sack of potatoes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> She's like if... a concierge. <laughs> <laughs> um. I have one last thing to tell you, um, which is, you know, I, I've given you a couple of guests and I have one last one for you. And um, if you, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping you'll, you'll want to bring him on your show, but he's a pastor. Um, so, and I'm not Love. kidding. So I'm, I'm going the full circle here. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, he likes to be walked on too. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a pastor um, he's also into being carried like dog food yeah no he uh he grew up with me and we were hooligans together and you have a good collection of friends to get he uh turned his life around and he is now a, a pastor in central pennsylvania and he mm-hmm. also wants to be on the show and i've talked to him about it and i wanted to bring it up to you tonight because i just thought it would be a, a good segue to it but, uh, of course brother you, hey man you got carte blanche brother you're my guy so if you want to throw anyone on heat. i'd be dude i'd be happy to have whoever you'd like on i mean to be honest, you've brought nothing but fucking heaters on this show. So I mean, <laughs> I would love to have a pastor on here and uh, just get oh, weird with it. You know, you have no his stories will uh, he he has. Well, they make me see stories. God. Uh, they might <laughs> and or his friend. Um, you never know. Nice. So, OK, so let's keep it moving. then. So, Miss Pandora, if you could please. Uh, just give us a real quick description. What is a day in the life like for you right now uh, for Miss Pandora? Let's say a nice busy day. A busy day. I had a busy day on Sunday. I usually have customs kind of kind of build up. There's one model that I just started working with. Her name is Lauren Sophia, and, and she's great. We always have a great time. So I try to market her to my regular custom guys. And so I had two that that decided they liked her. So um, one of my friends, he has a site called Sam's Bondage Club, not like Sam's Club where you'd go and get your (laughs) (laughs) This is Sam's Bondage Club. And he wanted to shoot with both of us. So we went over to her house and she has a nice new house. And so we just shot all this stuff. Um, just like that, that was a pretty busy day because we were shooting like three different projects. What kind um, of project? Well, one, one is death fetish. Death fetish? Yeah. Yeah, there's a death fetish. It's a what thing. Is, what is, so someone pretends to be dead? Yeah, we both did. Is it so like you, fake <laughs> blood and like sprung on the floor or? Or like, are yeah, you in the casket? Or well, it's these sort of CSI photos, and it all started because mm. I worked with a producer called Bill's Playhouse, <laughs> and they're sort of CSI photos, like crime scene. Oh wow! So they had to have like the fake blood and like no, you... no, oh. no blood, no blood. They're just really into the 
this sort of look like the aftermath kind of scene like the almost like the yeah chalk no out blood line. They're, not, they're not into gore they're not into any kind of gore okay so, so first one was death look, fetish. i don't explain these fetishes i just make money off of them okay? hey no hey hey look <laughs> they're all interesting I'm, no this is hey first off this is a judgment-free zone if anyone judges here get the fuck out all right we're not playing that game Judgment-free. We're not judging. Not We're just... Everybody marches to the beat of just one drum. What Amen. be right for you may not be right for some. You yeah. Take the good, you take the bad, and there you have it. The facts of life, wow. baby. The facts of life. Yeah. When it's time to finally grow and show the world, you finally know about the facts of life. The facts of life. <laughs> when the world doesn't, doesn't seem, seem to be living to be up, to your dream, up to your dream, suddenly you're finding you're out the finding facts of life. They're all about you. They're all about you. They're all about you. you. <clears throat> yes, I'm talking to you all about it you. It takes a lot to get them right. Them right. When you're learning the facts of life. Amen. Amen, guys. So that's what it's about, man. People helping people is honestly, right. at the end of the day what <laughs> it's about. Shout out, fan of the show, listener of the show. So uh okay. So then first one was a death shoot, facts of it life. Still 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 sad. And I just want to say my death some of my death fetish customers are the nicest people. Oh, they're great. They're great. They're great. <laughs> and they have the most mundane lives. There's one guy that I shot a lot of sets for and we banter back and forth oh how's everything been going great i just had to replace my roof <laughs> <laughs> that to me is like the funniest part sorry Justin, go ahead you know, that's like you know he's like yeah you know i got the got new tires on the car can't wait to see you dead uh having, <laughs> you know chicken for dinner tonight Getting cold out. You Can know, we see you get murdered? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were your eyes popping out enough in the pictures? Oh yeah, <laughs> I did the eye thing great. Yeah. I can't wow. wait to see your cold blue skin in my dreams. Wow. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, that honestly, if this was like like a, a show or a movie, that to me would be the funniest part of it. Of like you're at the shoot, you're pretending to be dead and get up and you're like, Oh hey Gary, how are the kids? Like, oh, the kids are good. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, we found a leak in the roof and we have to get that replaced. Exactly. Ah, you know, exactly. like, that's the funniest part to me. That is hilarious. Okay. So then well, that... the thing is, too, is is the, the, the other name for it is erotic horror, erotic horror. Mm. And shooting some mm. of the erotic horror stuff has overlapped into... Um, one of the things that Oliver and I are doing because I'm I've been trying to get more into the mainstream acting and filmmaking, and we're actually shooting a horror clip. I've written some horror scripts, and we're actually shooting a short, a horror short. So this oh, weird finished wow. work has inspired uh, the more mainstream filmmaking that I'm trying to to get Very into. Cool. Very cool. I like you're, that. No, yeah, you're already halfway there. You're just having some somebody who has a very specific script for you, and you're like, well, what if we just did a more general script that isn't so yeah. exact? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of overlap with this stuff. A lot of the guys I've met, the producers I've met who shoot the bondage, they got into it because they would watch the movies of the girls getting tied to the train tracks. Or the, um, you know, cop shows in the 70s where people would get tied up that then they like really like that. So, wow, it's a lot of overlap. Imagine if that never happened. Would there still be this whole sect of fetid? You know, like what look what they create. Dudley do right. 
just fucking <laughs> getting everybody with the tying into the tracks. So, okay. So you were at the shoot. So this is the first shoot of the day. It was three separate shoots. The first one was Death Fetish. What was the second one? The second one was farting. <laughs> but <laughs> not... <laughs> Just fucking great. That is just yeah, fucking was. great. I fucking not love this. Farting. Not real farting. We had to <laughs> raspberry like that. Is that the <clears throat> is that by request or is that just because no one can humanly make that many farts? No one can humanly make as many farts as this guy is into. You, you have to p- pretend that they're real, but I mean, uh, unless you're yeah. the blind guy. No, oh. no. I was gonna say that guy ate earlier. I might be able to do that for you. Yeah. Still, I mean, did you guys all have, have to go to. out to Mexican you before? Don't have to. <laughs> is there a is there a price difference between front and back farts? <laughs> oh no, he didn't want any of those kind of. No front farts, just back. Farts. No front so, farts. No queef. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you said front fart, I was like, wait a second, you meant a queef? Okay. <laughs> front farts, you devil, you. Okay. So, I mean, this is sounding like a great Sunday. So first shoot was death fetish. Second shoot was farting fetish. What is the third shoot? Um, The third one was bondage and lift and carry. Honestly, out of all of them, that's like, I mean, like, like, it's like snooze, you know? It's like, come on. <laughs> Tie me up and drag me around. So, okay. So you did those three shoots, then what? Um... Then we went and had dinner. <laughs> we had a so, oh, so they they t- those shoots took a while, huh? They took a while, yeah. Yeah, but you Especially were. Especially the part, the guy who orders the fart videos, he has lots of long dialogue, kind of complicated. Oh wow! So he has like a whole script of farting that he wants to talk about. Like he has a whole storyline. It's like a series. Does it start with like you guys eating beans together? And you're like... <laughs> no, no, the fart. The farting is part of the hypnosis thing. Oh, I love it. Is it like uh like yeah, like I was gonna say, like are the farts like accidents or or is it the farts like a mm-hmm. like a, an aggressive move? No, I some scientist injects you with farting juice by accident. He's like, Oh no, I've injected the wrong person. <laughs> I love it. I would love if you got a disease where in, it, farting replaced a word. So instead of saying like fuck every time. It would be, it'd be like, oh, you, go yourself, you know, I think that would be great. So, okay. So you did the shoot. You went to dinner. Awesome. So we got to keep it moving. We are coming to the top of time. I know. Um, we, uh, so Miss Pandora, I know me, Justin, Bethany and Oliver are usually on the same page with this, but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on. Okay, because I got tons more crazy stories. We yeah. honestly, 1, more questions. Honestly, we are like, we really just scratched the surface. Sorry, I wasted so much time talking about the boring stuff at the beginning. <laughs> My bad. But no, okay. Uh, okay. So, okay. Out, make sure we just have to see what kind of person you are, you know, we'll see what yeah. you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to, you know, we had to get a little taste. So, initiation okay. ritual. Amen. Amen. So, okay. So, like we said, all the links for you will be available in the description of this episode, as well as for Bethany Cherney's new book. Um, but, Miss Pandora, we are coming to the top of time. Is there anything you want to say to the Miss Pandora fans, fanatics, fetishers, before we get out of here? Thank you for being freaks and uh, supporting my lifestyle for the last 
12 years. <laughs> God bless the freaks. Every one of us. Very nice. Uh, Oliver Asiran Asiran. I love you, pal. Thank you for coming love on. You, hey, what uh, what do you got to say to the ass Iranians before we get out of here? I, I say the same thing every time. Please listen to my wife's music, Kate Asiran, Kate Asiran on uh, link in the description. Spotify. It'll probably be in the link. Yeah. And then also, there's another thing this time. I'm in a play. It uh, uh, it starts December second. It's oh, at nice. the Interact Theater or the Lewis Blover in Philadelphia. Nice. Um, it is called Miss Bumba Claudie, the Jamaican talk show host. Uh, please come see it at the Lewis Blover Theater in Philadelphia. It is called Miss Bumba Claudie, the Jamaican talk show host. It is coming out December 2nd through the 11th in Philadelphia. Uh, hopefully I'll send the link and it'll be the in the bio yeah dude awesome man i fucking i might dude i want to check that out i love going to the theater i love Matt, all that stuff if you come <laughs> you will be comped you and j-dub i will get you guys i haven't seen a play since justin you're not a cultured man uptown and me <laughs> and uh i could Ms. be a cultured man there for a night are, hey. uh, in oh, every yeah. every night i do it we do every uh show together so go see the play. Um, Love it. You know, please come. Well, acting class has paid off, y'all. Yeah, amen <laughs> to that. Very nice. Awesome. Uh Bethany, uh, DJ BJ Skins, Bethany Cherney. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining us. You were incredible tonight. Dynamite droppings of galore. Uh, anything you want to say to the DJ BJ Skins faithful before we get out of here? Yeah, I mean, just go out and uh, buy these books. You know, they're a great holiday gift. And also, when are we going to open up our own dungeon and Miss oh. Pandora <laughs> teach us how to get it done? Because I'm in. Oh, how about Look, Bethany? Bethany, I think you were already a step ahead when you came up with Manure Entrepreneur. <laughs> you got it going on. Jeez, that's oh my, my that's my pen name. That's uh, <laughs> from I mean, here on out. Would that be something you'd be interested in? Like, say this, Miss Pandora. <laughs> well, no. What if, like, say there's, like, you know, maybe, like, wives or girlfriends or whatever that want to, sp- like, learn how to spice it up, right? Like, could they come to you for a class of, like, hey, try this. This works. Or if you're thinking of this, this works. Or this is how you do this. And this is what you need for this. And watch out for this sure. kind of thing. That's sure. not a bad yeah, idea. I've had, I've had couples come to the dungeon. And I always had a great time with couples. A lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Nice. Awesome. Great idea, Bethany. Dungeon is happening. I mean, I will. if we can do a dungeon shoot, I will fucking do that. Because that <laughs> would be, I mean... Just call me fucking Mufasa. Tie me up and carry me around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just fucking <laughs> fart for me. You know what I'm saying? Smaller. Dust off the ball gag, man. You know? <laughs> Very Get nice. Riding crop. Amen. So, okay. <laughs> Always keep a ball gag handy. That's what Miss Pandora says. Rather be called with it than without it. Amen. So, uh, Jalen Dub, anything you want to say to the ball gag fanatics and J Dub Nation before we get out of here? I'm going to use my time. Bethany, what's your name of your book again? Oh, um, Every Breath a Light. Every Breath. The first one is called Not Quite As You Were Told. And then the second one. 
I am. It's called The Secret Sweet Me too. Thank Sounds you. I feel like everyone will in this audience will like my story in the first book the most. It's called Vile. I it's... like your puns. Well, I'm buying the first book before I buy the second. So um, there you, you got go. me there. Because the Godfather well, Part 1 you. is better than the Godfather Part 2. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Godfather Part cool, 2 sir. is far superior. And you know it. Yeah. Is it no. under an anthology of unforgettable women? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's not quite as you were told as the first one, and it's uh from the anth- an anthology of unforgettable women. Uh it it's is available fr- on Amazon. Yes, all three are available on Amazon. And, uh, Amazon. That, I look forward to your return, Miss Pandora. Yeah. Me too. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Of course. I well uh to learn more. Yeah, speaking of learning more, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, DJ BJ Skins, Bethany Cherney, Oliver Asiran Asiran, and our guest today is the incredible, the amazing, the magnificent, the shit-taking, trampling-making Miss Pandora. And in case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com. And please like, subscribe. We keep bringing you the sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, P is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.